Hallelujah. <clears throat> Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Good to see everybody. I got uh, some things on my heart I shared with the people earlier in prayer. And let's just pray, get our, get our hearts right, and, and uh, get the uh, flow of the Spirit. Father, we just give you praise. We're so thankful for your goodness. You are good and your mercy endures forever. Every word is true. It'll, heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot or tittle of your word will ever pass away. And uh, Lord, how we love you and how we look to you and how we need you, Lord. I just ask you right now to help us all to have ears to hear what the Spirit's saying. Lord, help me to say uh, what you'd have me to say in a way that will definitely make a difference in our lives and will accomplish your will. And if that's what matters, Lord, is your will. And, Lord, we just give you all the praise, all the honor, all the glory, and all God's children said amen. And uh, uh, amen. Uh, I was uh, talking about praying for revival. And when you say pray for revival, I mean, some people uh, automatically, you know, think that, uh, we're asking God uh, to do something that He wasn't, that He's uh, not going to do in, in, until He's asked. That uh, uh, revival is going to come as as uh, we talk God into giving it to us. But I mean, the, the fact of the matter is that when Jesus said it's finished, like we preached Sunday. Buckle your seatbelts. He's done all about revival that he's going to do. But revival is what we need. Revival is what we desperately need. So when I say let's, we're praying for revival, we are praying for ourselves and our brothers and sisters that we would be hungry for God. Because the only limits that are put on God and all of God's promises right now is us in our own unbelief, in our own lack of de desire. He said, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find. So, uh, revival uh, is, uh, the Hebrew word is, is chaya, and it means to live, to have life, to remain alive, to sustain life, to nourish and preserve life, to live prosperously, to live forever to be quickened, to be alive, to be restored to life and health. And so according to that, revival is not just a one-time shot of life, but it's a continual uh, nourishment, a preservation, and a quickening, and a restoration to life. So really, all my ministry, I have been what many would call a revivalist because I came in serving God with more zeal than most had. And, and uh, uh, most people didn't know that they could have the zeal that I had or, or thought that I was special. But uh, I, I did have a five-fold calling. But God wants us all to live full. Amen. He wants us all to live in the blessing. Amen. And uh, this Pentecostal blessing. 
But, you know, we've had an enemy. Uh, Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. But the thief comes that he might steal, kill, and destroy. Well, his greatest objective would be, uh, you know, the playoffs are going on, and I, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I enjoy the NBA playoffs, not much during the regular season, but I like the playoffs because uh, it gets very competitive. It gets very, very competitive, and, and uh, uh, sometimes uh, people do stuff that they normally wouldn't do. And sometimes people score amounts of points that they normally wouldn't score and, and you know, just get, like, almost, almost superhuman status in the things that they can do. And so if a shooter's shooting for 40 points and you could eliminate his shooting hand, if you were the enemy and you could eliminate his shooting hand, well, he ain't, you know, what's he going to do, bounce it off his head and score 40? No, he's not going to score 40. And the, the enemy, enemy has strategized. His strategy has been to stop the Holy Spirit. Don't get mad at me. Getting saved is great. It, it, it'll give you a ticket in heaven, which is way, way better than going to hell. We want to see all people get saved. But that's not what uh, uh, it's talking about in Hebrews 12 where it says, For the joy that was set before him, Jesus endured the cross and went through all that he did for the joy that was set before him. The joy that is set before him is us living in revival, living in the overflow, the abundance of God's blessings every day, Amen. week in and week out. But the enemy does everything he can to chisel away and to stop that. Now, I heard years and years ago when, uh, when I got born again, we didn't know if there was a baptism in the Holy Ghost. We, we, ne we never heard that terminology, and the people that we were around uh, didn't, didn't know too much about it. Uh, now, I remember, you know, God will just hook you up by the grace of God. By the grace of God. You know, there's so many people playing in the NBA right now today who's daddy and mama sometimes mom and dad both were great athletes and they handed down a tremendous a tremendous heritage and put those children who were born to them they had their genes in them and then they put them in the right environment and they had a much better chance of succeeding at that next level uh, than the, the common guy off the street because of that. And the kingdom of heaven works this way. Listen, they're sitting there. If you've chose Jesus and you, you, you desire to pursue him and live for him, you've done something for, for your children that's priceless and that's bigger and better than giving them a college education or getting them a car when they're 16 years old or teaching them any of life's lessons, how to work hard and, and all that stuff. All those things are good, but nothing compares to the heritage that, that can be passed down of honoring God year in and year out and, and, and really knowing God and truly seeking God. So if you're about that, you're, you're great. Amen. You know, Mother's Day's coming up soon, and you, and you mothers that can impart Jesus to your children, that's the greatest, greatest thing. Now, by the grace of God, I had Pentecostals, and by Pentecostal, I need to take some time and explain this because... 
people think everything when you say Pentecostal. Sometimes when you say Pentecostal, you think of the ladies with buns and long dresses, and I'm not making fun, and I love everybody, and if you feel that's what you got to do to please God, I'm not mad at you. Amen. But you make all the... I just don't want everybody to think that that's what it means to be Pentecostal. Some Pentecostals are like that, but they're Baptists that wear those blue jean skirts. Amen. And, and uh, long hair, won't cut their hair. Because they, they try to take every scripture literally and, uh, and don't have the Holy Spirit to really teach them and, and uh, r- rightly divide the word of truth. So, uh, uh, the, the, the devil has attacked Pentecostalism hard in trying to make it look not popular trying to make it look not important. Now, when I rededicated my life, I came in amongst the Pentecostals, and it wasn't long before I heard a statement that I found, I've proved out through the years, maybe I've added to it a little bit, but when when somebody is baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, which I believe if we go by the Bible, we got to do it all by the Bible. Another thing the devil's attacked is the Bible. And so we say we're word and spirit churches. Our group that have been under Dr. Dufresne and, and Brother Hagen and Brother Copeland, or, or, uh, but especially Dr. Dufresne, uh, we call ourselves word and spirit churches. That means we love the word, we're in the word, we're studying, the, we're preaching the word, we're teaching the word, we're living by the word. But we also have the manifestation of the Spirit of God. We believe in that, and we seek Him and yield to Him and pray to Him to, to, to be able to be used and, and to set an atmosphere where there's liberty and freedom for the Spirit of God to move. So that's, that's a, a utmost, because, uh, you know, Smith Wigglesworth said it years ago, the, the uh, Holy Spirit can do more in five minutes than uh, anybody else can do in a lifetime. If we, if we let him have his way. So we've been, I've been learning to let him have his way my whole way because when I rededicated this last time, uh, uh, once and for all, praise God, <laughs> amen, I wasn't going to backslide no more. Hallelujah. But uh, I'd been a backslider before then. Uh, I got filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, and one, one of the things we heard and we teach and believe that when you are baptized in the Holy Ghost, uh, some big changes take place. And one of them is that, that, that you, have a, you have a joy that you never had before. And all of a sudden, when you might have been quiet as a mouse, all of a sudden you're likely to lift your hands and say, Hallelujah! <laughs> Glory to God! Thank you, Jesus! <laughs> Woo! Glory. Amen. It causes an expression of praise that wasn't there before. Amen. Another thing is, it, uh, and now, you know, just getting born again, you're born of the Spirit. It's the same thing. I believe you must be born of the Spirit. I don't believe you can be sprinkled into heaven. I don't believe you can be dunked into heaven. I don't believe you can be Sunday schooled into heaven. I believe you must be born again like the scripture teaches. Amen. And when, when you're born again, I believe just like the New Testament teaches, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. 
old things are passed away behold uh, all things become new and and there needs to be power in the house of god uh, like there was with me you know uh, there, there are more wicked people than I was, and, and, and there are meaner people than I was. I, just, I wasn't just mean. You know I, I, you know, I wasn't a biker guy that was just stomping on people and stuff or anything like that, but I was wicked. I mean, I lived for myself. I lived for myself, and I didn't want God or I didn't want anything to do with God. Amen? And I didn't really care for people, you know, except a, except a few uh, because you never know who might stab you in the back. And so the few people I'd let in my life, I'd, I'd let in, but not everybody got in. Amen. But, see, when you get born of the Spirit, and, and uh, I was born again when I was 13 for real, had a real encounter, but you can lose that. Amen. Just like a, it's, it's tragic, but some little children die. And, you know, some die despite of the best care we can give them. And then some die because of neglect. Or abuse it's horrible but it does happen amen and, and so it's the same way with our spirit life we can be born again but if we neglect it or if we abuse it it can die amen and you can become cold as ice and you can become exceedingly wicked uh, the New Testament says a dog has returned to his vomit and that can happen uh, but a, a, another thing that happens is you love different. Amen. You know, the, the, the Bible says that they will know we are Christians because of our love uh, one for another. And it speaks of having fiery love one for another because that love will cover a multitude of sins. There, I'm, I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of people just tolerate you. And you may not know it and understand it, but as soon as you get away from them, they're talking about you. Amen. And they put on a good front to your face, but then when you're around, uh, they talk about you. And I'll tell you how you know, because when you're around them, they're talking about somebody else. And so when you're gone, you become the subject. Amen. You don't need friends like that. And listen to me. If I'm preaching to you and you're like that, you need to get saved and get that under the blood. Amen. You know, there's people, we call them brown nosers at work, and you can do the math and figure that out. Uh, but, but somebody who was always kissing up to the boss. And when the boss come, there was a blaze of activity. And when the boss wasn't come, they'd sleep back behind the machine. But when the boss come around, there's this, that, and that. And there's tattletaling on everybody else. They was doing anything and everything that they could to, 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 to get the promotion. But they were phony. Amen. amen. We called them gold, uh, I mean, uh, brown nosers. <laughs> brown nosers, Amen. And, 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 and there are people that are like that. That's just, but you need to watch out for people like that. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me, let me tell you this. Let me tell you, and I need to praise people more, and I need to encourage people more, and I appreciate every one of you. And uh, I, pre I appreciate every minister and minister's family because it's tougher than people may realize and know. And, uh, but, but see, religion, the spirit of religion is taught, you know, you know we got to keep the preacher humble. And so there's a lot of people that are hard on the preacher when he ain't around. Amen. And uh, that's not good. Uh, you don't want to be that way. Amen. You don't want to teach your children that. You want to teach your children to love the preacher. Amen. And, and, and I mean, if you're going to church, you've got a preacher you can't love. You, you probably need to find another church. I mean, you know. Uh, 
Uh, that's just that's just uh, that's just the way it is. Uh, but but we we should when you get filled with the Holy Ghost, love increases, and the agape love of Christ is the love of God is poured out in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. So praise increases, your love increases, Amen. Your hunger, your hunger for the things of God. And, and uh, the desire to be at church. Amen. Uh, you know, in revival, in historical revival, uh, in revivals that, that I've been in, I, and, and I came in, I rededicated my life in a great revival in this part of the country, a famous revival in this part of the country, because there was, you know, 60-some people that were either born again or rededicated of one I am which. And it was so good that one tent wasn't big enough. They had to set another tent up, and both tents were filled up. Chairs everywhere, people all around. And because the people got together in unity, and everybody, you know what happens? Jesus is first thing on everybody's mind. Instead of fifth or seventh, or I'm so caught up in this, or I'm so caught up in that. I ain't got time to think about Jesus. But when it gets to cooking and you get around it, it's contagious and it rubs off. Amen. Amen. So uh, uh, your hunger for the things of God increases. And, and, and so really that's what praying for revival is. I'm, I'm praying for myself because I am a spirit being which is born again of incorruptible seed of the Word of God. I have a soul, which is my mind, my will, and my emotions. And I live in this body, which is my house of clay. Well, your spirit's born, born again, Peter said, of incorruptible seed of the Word of God. So your, your, your inner man, your heart of hearts, is born again of incorruptible seed of the Word of God. So it knows the Word of God. It loves the Word of God. Its vote is God. God, God, hallelujah, it's voted, hallelujah, let's go, let's do this, let's praise the Lord, let's live right, let's be holy, God first in everything. Woo! (laughs) Amen. And your body, it's of the earth, and it's earthly and sensual and devilish. And your body said, stay home and watch the playoffs, or go watch the ball game. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That your body, so your so so your spirit man's hallelujah, and your your body is oh no, no no no. So what we have left is our soul, which is our mind, our will, and our emotions. And Romans twelve tells us not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds, that we may prove, like a jury a trial is proved before a jury. When we stay on that word of God, it proves to the middleman, and he goes from hallelujah. He gets over here and got hallelujah. And two hallelujahs, Trump won no. <laughs> Amen. And, you know, if it's a tug of war, you know, whichever, whichever side the middle's on, that's, that's, that's where we're going. And when we go this way wide open, that's revival. And, and I said it, and I, I believe it's right. Rightly dividing the scriptures, when Jesus said it's finished, all the price for everything that is in this new covenant was paid for. It's done. And, and as far as the will of God, it's given. 
It belongs to anybody and everybody. He's not holding it up there in heaven, deciding if he wants to give it out. It's already done, and it's up to us to believe it and receive it. And, of course, revival, you learn what belongs to you. And so you lay hold of more of it. So when we're praying for revival, do you understand what I'm saying? We're praying for a hunger, for a desire, for a zeal of God, for a change in ourselves. Lord, change me. And now listen, flesh is saying, ah, ah, ah. And, and spirit man saying, this is what you need to do. And you've got to discipline yourself and begin to continually renew your mind. And, and stuff becomes habitual. When you give yourself to good stuff, you find yourself wanting to do good stuff. But, let's be real, when you start pulling yourself away from good stuff, this part over here says, we like this. And starts dragging you away from the things of God. Amen. And now listen, God doesn't, God's not up there in heaven and saying, I want revival, bless God. Y'all better get fired up. I want you to worship me and love me or I'm going to be mad. And I'm going to send down fire from heaven. No, that's not what he wants. He's love. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, some men are idiots. I'm just tell you. This, if you fit this, you need to change. But they expect their wife to be a robot. Uh, uh, what was that movie? Uh, they made a remake of it. I hadn't seen it, but I saw the original one. It was back on uh, Channel 13, The Stepford Wives. And, 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 and I don't even know if they, maybe they really were robots. But the wives were all, yes, dear. Would you like your pipe, dear? Would you like your slippers, dear? Would you like roast beef for supper? What would you like? What can I do for you? And, and they were just so wonderful. And everybody's wife was wonderful. There wasn't no B-I-T-C-H's anywhere. You know what I mean? Somebody fussing and carrying on. and you, Amen. Amen. I'm... Plain talk is easy to understand. <laughs> At least I spelled it. But what, 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 what have you got if you've got a wife that is beat down and abused so much that she acts that way only because she's so terrified of you? Because you done told her, I'll kill you. You mess with me, I'll kill you. And I mean, you think I'm making that up. I've seen people do that, you know, and, and uh, people are just exceedingly. But what a good marriage is, is and, and submission is not wicked, but, but to a good man that loves God and honors God, even though he's not perfect, his wife knows and understands that, that God has ordained this, and that's my man forever and i love him because he loves god and then he he's good to me he only wants what's good for me so why shouldn't i love him and we're drawn together because of love and and uh and so uh the husband is faithful and treats his wife right because he loves her and the wife is faithful and she treats her husband right because she just loves him. And then that love just gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And that's, that's what creates a real marriage. God in the middle of all that causing, that, causing that to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And it just really doesn't work any other way. And the more Holy Ghost you got, the more all that works. The better all that works. So, so what I'm saying is, 
you know, when we pray for revival, we're praying for us to be drawn to God. And God wants us drawn to Him, but He wants us drawn to Him because He loves us. Amen. And, and you'll, you'll figure out, amen, as you draw near to Him, it's just better. And as you pull away from Him, you open yourself up to stuff, and, and, and uh, uh, it's just not good. Amen. And now listen, Jesus took that blood. Amen. And took it into the heavenlies. The most powerful thing in the universe. Amen. And it washed away. It took away our sins. It took away our sins. Amen. God was justified in justifying us. Amen. See, uh, and, and you got, we got to learn this. And, but I, I, I believe if you raise them up in love, they're, they're not going to make as many mistakes. Love and discipline. Love and discipline, but if you every time, you know, you know, if 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 Jameson was to do something horrible at school, you know, cuss out a teacher, you know, then it wouldn't be right for Wes and Melinda to go in there and, and, and cuss them out too. What'd you do to provoke him? I, you know, I don't, you know, uh, you better not press charges against him. You know, if we do, we'll get him out. We'll we'll get the best lawyer in blankety blank town and. And, and we'll sue you. It's your fault. You know what I'm saying? And then every time a, a young person gets in trouble, they bail them out and bail them out and bail them out. And then they get to the place where there's no hope and there's absolutely no respect of authority. Amen. Amen. And that's what, that's what people are almost doing when they say, well, all the sin's covered. So Jesus loves you anyhow, and he does. You can't do anything to make him stop loving you less because his love is supernatural. It's amazing. It's out of this world. But see, that's not right. That's not right to just, well, they're my son. I love them. But see, so God didn't want to be accused of that. So he had to have a price to pay. Uh, the crimes have been committed. All of our crimes had been committed. Amen. And only the death, the only thing that could pay it the death of good people couldn't pay it. Not once and for all. Not everybody. It took the death of a perfect one. A, per, a, a, a sinless one that was God and man. The Lamb of God. And he was sinless. And so when, 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 when his blood was shed, then God was saying, I wanted to forgive them all along. <laughs> Amen. I, I didn't want nobody picking on them. I don't want nothing happening to them. I love them. They're mine. But, but now... I've paid a price where I'm just in justifying them. Leave them alone. Amen. And nobody can say God's wrong for doing that because the price, he, he, he bought that. Amen. He bought that with his son, his only son. Amen. Hallelujah. So, so uh, uh, part of that hunger, and I, and I believe we need to pray for it, and I'm just here to declare it. Uh, I'll always be a Pentecostal. Amen. It happened to me when I was 13 years old. I was born again right up here at the old, uh, it's a junior high school now. It was the high school then. They had a special youth group traveling the country, and they did a little concert during, during the day at school. They didn't mention Jesus too much, but they said, we're coming back tonight, and we're doing the whole concert. And, boy, it was good, and they sang about Jesus, and, and uh, uh, in a way that I could really relate to. And then they preached the gospel. And then they did the old song with three rusty nails. They nailed Jesus to the tree. 
and just did it amazingly. And I, would, I'd al- I was already under conviction because I'd been going to Sparksville Baptist Church with Grandma and Grandpa and uh, Mama uh, every Sunday. We'd, you didn't miss. When we f- first came back to Kentucky, we stayed in Granny and Paul's house until we got another house, and, and uh, you used to go to church. Wasn't no doubt about that. And, and we all had to take a bath in a little round wash tub. And uh, I had a brother and a sister and, and a mom and a grandpa and a grandpa and, and a dad all living in the same house. And so you can just imagine what that's like. And, and listen to this, we didn't have no running water. And we didn't have no well in the backyard to draw it out of a sand bucket. We had to go to the spring. And if, if you'd have got to the spring and back at night alive, you'd been, you'd been accomplishing something. You, you had to go to the spring in the daytime. And I had a yoke like an oxen that I'd hook buckets on and, and go. And, I mean, it wasn't just across the street. I mean, it was, it was like nearly up to school from here. It was a long way, and it was up one holler and over a barbed wire fence. And, huh. <laughs> and we did, have a, we did have a big barrel out back that caught the rainwater that, that rolled when it rained. Big old, that's how we lived. But we went. We were going. Amen. And so, and then I picked up a track, and, and there's power in the gospel. There's, it's supernatural. There's more power. So why should, we, why, should, why should we settle for just a little supernatural when we can have a whole bunch? Oh, glory to God. God loves you so much. He don't want you to have just a little bit. He wants you to have a whole, whole bunch. Amen. And so tradition of men, doctrines of men, theology that says these things passed away or those people are emotional or those people are from the wrong side of the tracks you got to watch out for them you know that's not what you pay attention to you look at this word says amen and it shall come to pass in the last day saith the Lord I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh glory to God amen and uh, so that has come to pass And that is what is going on. And that is what we need. We need supernatural power in the churches. Amen. The biggest shows in Las Vegas are magic. They'll make a guy disappear. He'll go in a cloud of smoke, and then he'll come up, you know, in the balcony. You know, now, they're all freaked out over something like that. But you let somebody speak in tongues or have a gift of the Spirit happen. I don't know about that stuff, man. And then you've been tuned into Creature Features all, you know, sci-fi channel all night long. Zombies from, you know, and that's not too scary, but oh, you know, that's the devil's mentality. No power. So I started to say this, the devil don't care if you're good. Too much. He didn't want you to get saved because he wanted to take you to hell. But if you got born again, you got your ticket to heaven. But it doesn't bother him much that you're just a good little church person. You can keep all the rules. You can keep all the commandments. Amen. You can go every Sunday. But until you get power manifesting in your life that somebody besides you knows you're saved. And somebody besides you know you love Jesus. Amen. Because if you, if you get full, you get, you get a cup half full of coffee. You can pack that around all day long and not spill it. Now, Misty's really good. I like a travel cup with the lid on it. But Misty gets the, her coffee cups are, are uh, half gallons or something. You know, they're big, <laughs> big. 
because our coffee pot's supposed to make 12, and we just get three and a half, two of hers and one and, one and a half of mine, which equals about one of hers. But now she can have that thing filled way up and drive a car with it. No lid. But now, not me. I mean, I can't get, I can't get to my chair. <laughs> I got to be real careful. Amen. Uh, but, but if I just had a little bit in it, I could run all around all the time, never spilling, never splashing yet. You wouldn't even know what I had in it. We need to get filled full and overflowing because the whole wide world uh, needs to see us because uh, when you see somebody that's filled with God and you're lost, that, that sparks something, that triggers something, that does something. Amen. And, and when that person knows what to tell them, that God loves you and he's not mad at you and what he's done for me he will do for you you just have to humble yourself and ask him amen and trust him and believe this gospel believe in your heart and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus so we don't need to be religious weirdos and certainly not judgmental amen uh, another thing that the Holy Ghost does it will change the way you live amen because there's some there's you know there's some cussing Christians Amen. You may not know that. You just get on the wrong side of them at the wrong place and wrong time, and you'll hear them, uh, you know, hallelujah. I know what I'm talking about. Praise God. They'll say, the, the, you know, <laughs> done it myself. <laughs> hallelujah. And I thought I was really full, full of God. I've, I've missed it. Had to slip a tongue. Amen. It's not my desire to. But when, when you get filled with the Holy Ghost, you don't want to talk bad. You don't want to talk ugly. You know, you're mindful of God. You know, uh, I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's like you're just more mindful of Him. He's there all the time, but sometimes we just forget. Amen. You know, that He's right there. Hallelujah. Why would I say that mean thing? Hallelujah. Amen. And, 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 and uh, 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 another thing, it enhances prayer. And you want to talk to Him. Amen. Uh, you know, some of y'all have a, f a friend or a relative that you just like to talk to. Amen. And, 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 and tell them stuff and discuss things. Amen. Well, he's the best friend you'll ever have. And the Holy Ghost will let you talk to him. And listen, you just, you, 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 it'll get you to the place where you just tell him everything. Because he knows. Amen. <laughs> How are you going to go up and talk to him and have a conversation with him? And he know it's like, well, I've done it in the natural. Somebody had done stuff and was lying and being dishonest and then get up in my face, you know, talk like nothing had ever happened or like they thought, they thought I didn't know. Amen, but I knew. Amen, and I just loved them anyhow. Amen, so I'm just going to keep on praying for them. Amen, hallelujah, praise God. But, but, but the, the Holy Ghost makes you want to talk to God. Amen, makes you want to be intimate with God. Amen, and tell them all our troubles let's tell him all our secrets he knows amen and then he's able to help us cast all your cares over on him before he cares with you so i'm trying to say uh the pentecostal experience is essential for this last day revival and we need to be praying that those of us that that believe it and and we just go by the word of god we're just looking at the word of god it is there it is real uh uh, one of the things you pray in tongues you can pray in tongues when you pray in tongues the holy ghost is praying 
through you, giving you what to, when you're speaking words of another tongue, the Holy Ghost is praying through you, and the Holy Ghost is praying, Lord, we need revival. Lord, help us to dedicate and consecrate to you and put you first and rearrange these things that need to be rearranged. When you're praying strong in the Spirit, you're setting the house in order. The, the Spirit's setting the house in order. One preacher said, if you knew what you're saying when you're praying in tongues, some of y'all would quit. <laughs> Hallelujah, because you're too, you know, you're, you're, you ain't totally sanctified yet, but it's san- it is sanctifying you when you pray in tongues. It's, it's working a mighty work. Uh, so, uh, it breaks forth from intercessory prayer, prayer and continues when people repent and uh, no longer want to tolerate sin in their lives or, or anything like that because it's holy. It's a holy thing, and people want to desire to be holy. Now, we've misre- misrepresented holy and thought holy was a look you could put on, but holy is, holy is being dedicated to God. Holy is just loving God. Holy is just being in revival, being available to God. Amen. And, there, and there's just certain, I love God so much I wouldn't do that. Amen. Hallelujah. I wouldn't say that. I love God so much. I wouldn't go there. I love God so much I wouldn't treat somebody a certain way. Amen. I love God so much I want to always speak the truth. Praise God. And I just love God so much. He loves me so much. I just want to please Him. And He hates sin. And Jesus, his son, he gave him up for our sins. I just want to be good. I want to be good. I don't want to be bad. Amen. Amen. Uh, Willie George had uh, Chief No Wanna Sin. It, it was the Indian in, in some of their episodes. Y'all ever see Gospel Bill? Chief No Wanna Sin. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because they're filled with the Holy Ghost. And I say, Woo! Yeah! And our minds renewed. Yeah! Woo! Hallelujah. Chief no one is sin. Glory to God. That's the good life, saints. But I'm telling you, this half-filled stuff, you're going to be up and you're going to be down. And one of these days, the devil's going to catch you down and kick you harder than you ever thought, and you ain't going to recover. Amen. Are you going to, you know, he's, he, he's he, and, and he'll pat you on the back and say, oh, come on, it'll be all right. Yeah, I'm your friend. And all of a sudden, then, then you know, he's got, got his arm around you and he's sticking a knife in your back. Amen, that's what he does. He's a liar and a deceiver. And just turn to God, love God. Love God, hate sin. Amen. Submit yourselves to God. Draw nigh unto God, and he will draw nigh unto you. Uh, Misty, we, don't, we, we can't get it printed good right now, but she sent me a prayer today, and I read that prayer, and I thought, that's a good prayer. And I was wondering, whose book did she get that out of? And, I mean, you know, I, I get a lot of good books. I got a good book. You know, I got that good prayer from, uh, from Keith Moore. Amen. Uh, so, uh, let me see if I can find it. I had it up, but I changed pages till I lost it. And I'll read this to you, and we'll have copies for everybody because I think it would be uh, beneficial to, to you to pray every day. And when you hear it, you'll, you'll think the same thing. And we'll, we'll have copies made for everybody. Uh, 
Okay. And this come from, uh, you know, when I was praying about a wife, I knew I didn't need a wife that I was going to get married up. And now I got to pray for her all the time and cast the devil off of her all the time and try to be teaching her stuff when I'm fighting for my own life. I needed somebody who could kind of come in and help me where I'm at. And so I was praying for that, and I was looking for that. And uh, I knew the Lord told me she was the one and that she qualified and that she fit all that stuff. But I didn't know how, how well she did. But she goes through a lot. I go through a lot. We don't get up here and whine and complain and, and about anything. We try not to. Amen. Because the joy of the Lord's our strength. And, and listen, if you don't stop whining and complaining about stuff all the time, nothing's ever going to change for you. Amen. I have what I say, you know, I, I, I'm the way I am. There's a reason for it. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't want the devil, if the devil is getting to me, I don't want him to know it. Praise God. I, glory to God. Because, you know, if I'm the devil and I know well, I'm getting to them, I'm going to pour it on. Amen. If I'm boxing a guy and, you know, his eyes swole, swollen half shut, I'm going to keep hitting that eye till they stop the fight. And I'm going to get over here on this side where he can't see and hit him more. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So uh, the, the devil is like that too. So we don't tell everything. But So she had scriptures that she was posting on her wall, stuff the Lord would speak to her. And... Uh, then she was praying this, and this come out of that, and she wrote it down, and she sent me a copy today. And uh, I thought, wow, that is so good. Whose book did you get that out of? And she said, that's the stuff I've been praying every day. And so I'm going to read this to you, and you can disagree with me. Amen, and then we'll get you copies. This book of the law shall not depart from my mouth. I will meditate in it day and night, that I may observe to do according to all that is written in it. Then I will make my way prosperous and have good success. God, you have commanded me to be strong and courageous, not to be afraid or dismayed, for you are with me everywhere I go. Jesus, you said, whoever says to the mountain, be removed and uh, be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, uh, he will have whatever he says. Jesus, you said in your word, whatever things I ask when I pray, I believe that I receive them and I will have them. Jesus, you said to take no thought for my life, for uh, what I will eat or drink, for my body, what I will put on, because my life is more than meat and clothing. Lord, you take care of the fowls of the air. They don't sow or reap or gather into barns, yet you take care of them. So how much better will you take care of me? By taking thought, I will not add one cubic to my stature. You take care of the lilies of the field. They don't toil or spin. And even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Uh, you clothe the grass of the field, so how much more will you clothe me? I will take no thought saying, what, what will I eat, drink, or how will I be clothed? Because I know, Lord, that you already know what I need. I will seek first your kingdom and your righteousness, and all these things will be added to me. I will take no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow will take thought for the things of itself. You tell me in your word to submit to my elders be submissive to one another, and to be clothed with humility. You resist the proud, but give grace to the humble. I humble myself under your mighty hand, O God, that you may exalt me in due time, casting all my care on you, for you care for me. The Holy Spirit helps my infirmities, 
for I uh, don't always know what I should pray, but uh, Holy Spirit, you make intercession for me with groanings that can't be uttered. Lord, you search my heart and know the mind of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit makes intercession for me according to your will for my life, and I know that all things work together for good for me because I love you, Lord, and I'm called according to your purpose. If you are for me, then who can be against me? Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. And, you know, I wondered how come every morning uh, uh, she comes out of her office and I'm in my chair and she's been in her office praying.